1: There hasn't been any great advances in prison rape right, or space trouble. That's awesome. Is it a gritty reboot? We've been talking about Batman, like usual.
0: <laughs> World War's life. It's free, you know. I travelled through <laughs> <laughs> time. <Padlet, laughs> totally. Totally. That's sex with Matthew
1: Nights. Well, you on a lazy Susan. <laughs> it's a, a TOEFL fact. <laughs> the father of <laughs> the button, the holy toast. <laughs> Fire up the fucking fuck's capacitor. Let's get guns. <laughs> now, this is TOEFL. <laughs> Everyone, relax. This is Tofop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson, and Ramona's here. And hopefully, you can actually hear us. You I just, did. You I did. asked Will just before we hit recorder yeah. have you checked the inputs? The inputs are checked all right we're recording on these microphones we like actually got in front of our faces turbines to thruster it's like the right. 66 batman well
0: that's why you need it that's why you need a co-pilot man.
1: yeah well that's what we should do from now on i'll say are the inputs right cross so check like external mic we just input need to cross, check. cross yeah, check exactly we
0: just check roger
1: Over. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have
0: a little intercom yeah we'll go through our you know pre-show safety announcements
1: yeah and just like flying high every time yeah. you say awesome i think you're saying clausen i'll be like what
0: In case of a a Ramona fart
1: emergency, Mm. uh, oxygen Uh, will do. (laughs) (laughs) Please make sure that your own mask is attached before assisting others. We do need that for some oxygen in here. I've left the door open. For such a small dog, she creates a lot of smell.
0: You know what the thing is? Okay, so I've worked this out a little bit over the last few days while I've been here because Ramona and I have been spending a lot of quality time together. And I've been monitoring her diet and what produces, you know, the the worst smells. And it's the most delicious treats. So, the more delicious... So, just like
1: human digestive system. When you eat like McDonald's or something that, you know, is processed.
0: When I feed her her normal food, like she has this one that... She gets when I'm at home that she doesn't get when I'm not at home mm. uh, because it's it's more expensive at the supermarket yeah, yeah. and when I'm here, um, I will buy the more expensive stuff. Yes. But like, You know what
1: you are? You're like the absentee father right. who spoils the kid <laughs> in an attempt to make up for the hours not spent with them. And poor Amy's here trying to teach a discipline and...
0: I just sit over her when she's asleep at night and seeing
1: cats in the cradle, <laughs> which she finds
0: offensive yeah. like because to it's my about people. a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true though, because when I'm home, she gets like a walk every day. We go for a nice walk at like sunset. Mm. I don't know if she cares about it being sunset, but yeah. I care about it being sunset. And we go for a walk around Sydney Harbour at sunset and we yeah. talk to all the other dogs and she gets the nice food and she gets treats. Yeah. So, she get- so basically, if I buy her good treats, like then... She smells. So basically, I'm giving her a treat that
1: is also a punishment to myself. Yeah. It's a weird kind of self-loathing. Right. (laughs) You know? And like the
0: other day, she was eating avocado. She loves avocado now. You want to
1: punish yourself for being so weak-willed.
0: My dog is basically into into anything that's on the uh, McDonald's. It's a little bit fancy menu. Yeah, yeah. She loves rocket. She likes avocado. I don't all
1: crack on to me a at, at yeah. KFC on Friday night, yeah, about two in the morning. Yeah, did she come up of to all, you? Of all, did my... she come up to you and say, "I'm as moist as this her. <laughs> no, she. Uh, I because uh, I. Do you know been... what rhymes with bucket? Fuck it. <laughs> she goes, "Hey, I'm finger licking good." You yeah, once you're done with my legs and my breast, you'll just have a greasy box left over. Oh, oh my god! There you go.
0: Hello. Uh, no. Want to come and mash my potato and put your gravy on it? <laughs> I think I've run through all the things that I know. It she, came, that, so. that,
1: that, all those examples are a little too witty for the condition she was in. I was just leaving a pub right. and I was quite drunk. I thought I'd better eat something on the way home, otherwise I'm going to have a hangover. Yep. Didn't help, by the way. If anything, it probably just exacerbated it. Right. But uh, I'm waiting for my chicken. Charlie Clausen for KFC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the is there a explosion? It, it exacerbates. <laughs> KFC, exacerbator. Uh, Kentucky Uh, Kentucky Fried Clawson. You've missed you because
0: you could have been like the. Yeah, right, Kentucky Fried Clawson. You could have been KFCXC. Yeah.
1: (laughs) New Twitter handle you are like, having
0: to change your name to KFC
1: XC for yeah. like like uh like when uh, Carlton changed their jumpers to the blue M and
0: or when um, or Whiskers uh, when Buddha Hocking changed <laughs> his name <laughs> to Whiskers
1: for a round in the and AFL. ding 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 the obscure AFL football <laughs> references. <laughs> Five minutes into, uh Buddha Hocking was a midfielder from Geelong. Yeah. His name was Gary Hocking. Yeah, he was called Buddha Gary Buddha Bill, Hocking. Why was he, he called was, Buddha? Because I think he was a bit of a Buddha when he was young. Like he was. A, when he was young, he was a stocky dude. I think when he's he starting. thought that we were all one. Yeah. That's he Right. He, gained, he, gained, he gained enlightenment by sitting under a tree <laughs> in Geelong. <laughs> First time that's ever happened. <laughs> the only thing you get under a tree in, in Geelong is stoned.
0: Yeah, that's right. An apple fell on his head. He turned into an apple bomb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh Yeah, he, he changed his name. There's a There's a cat food company. I don't know if it's a national, Whiskers. Whiskers. It. So for one game, was it? Yeah, for one game he changed he's, his name, like, a, like by, by Deed Yeah, he went to Whiskers. To whiskers. That
0: means for the rest of his life, when he's doing his tax or if he's like applying for an overseas visa or whatever, when yes, they the ask list. him that question, "Have you ever changed your name legally?" He has the list. Oh yeah, by the way, for one
1: week my name was Whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward tax problems. That's a kind of thing that like uh, that's like that's like a, a, a legal version of, of getting a tattoo you regret. <laughs> you right. Know what I mean? Yeah, you make some decisions. He was in Thailand when he's nineteen. He got a tin of uh, whiskers tattooed on his butt. No, no, he actually just officially got his name changed to Whiskers yeah, for one week. <laughs> Although I wonder—I mean, his mates would still call him it, wouldn't? If you change your name to like Powell Anderson for one yeah. week, I'd be calling you Powell for the rest of your life. You'd no, never, you
0: wouldn't. Will because, would never come back. I would take my sweet Powell money, and I would get better friends. <laughs> <laughs> You and Whiskers fucking hanging
1: out. I'd be I'd be hanging it's out. It's a with, very elite club. I'd be hanging Celebrities. Out with whiskers. <laughs> Celebrities who have changed their name to food brands for one week. A very elite club. And then KFC XE could right. join you. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you could be the new colonel. Yeah. That's I want so right. someone. The junior colonel. You could be like the illegitimate son of the colonel. Like in the backstory, it comes out that the colonel at one stage had like an affair with like wendy from wendy's yeah and they had like this illegitimate son which is you and you've just come out of the woodwork <laughs> so wendy and who wendy from wendy's yeah and who the, the colonel <laughs> 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 Ooh, that's like, sexy <laughs> like in a donald sterling you yeah, know yeah, young, yeah. don't bring she, like yeah. men to my restaurant she looks like Pippi
1: long stocking doesn't she wendy yeah wendy's. she's got red yeah, hair she's got freckles and, like, and, yeah, and pigtails and, yeah. And, yeah yeah is she a gold digger
0: I reckon Wendy was looking at the it's like a Game of Thrones sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, so opened, he, opened, he was betrothed to Denny. Right. <laughs> That's right. But Denny died in mysterious circumstances. And then it's like, well, you know who I should actually be married to? The Colonel. Yeah. Like he's the guy who runs the Empire. Yeah. Like we all know about Ronald, right? Except everyone knows what the nature of Ronald's relationship yeah. is.
1: But you've got, like, the House Baratheon and Game of Thrones. Right. In this world, you've got the House of International House of Pancakes. International House of
0: Pancakes. You've got the House McDonald's. And they're all competing. Yeah. You've got, yeah, the Burger King. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Brother of Donut
1: King. So you've got the Donut King. <laughs>
0: yeah. you've, got the donut king. you've got the Burger King. Yeah. You've got the colonel yeah like cuz he's the one leading the military force the colonel yeah. right yeah you've got wendy yeah. who's like the dragon. she's the the dragon you know controller yeah. the the woman who's in charge of her own empire yeah. and no one's who else, who are we missing
1: who are the other major
0: oh you've got subway mm. subway doesn't have like a, a person but
1: subway could be but the- that's the point subway is like a peasant peasant right. class is oh, it's oh jared
0: it's jared. a guy who used to be fat <laughs> 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 and
1: is now skinny cuz he only cuz he's house of subway <laughs> Instead of House of uh, Game of Thrones, it'd be like Game of Diabetes. <laughs> 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 That's the aim. Is to give the entire world
0: diabetes. Technically diabetes two. I think you're fine. What do you Charlie. Do? I think sequel? Are... they made a sequel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there's so many people after the first one is like, I need to know more about this. Diabetes two, this time
0: it's personal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's diabetes? Oh, type two diabetes. Type right? two diabetes is the one that um is uh the one that like you get from uh eating bad food. Right. Whereas diabetes is just like something that you Like having, making fun, like implying that someone eating McDonald's gives them diabetes is like implying that someone eating McDonald's gives them asthma or whatever. It's like something that you're born with and that you develop through. So you have to have have diabetes in the first place. No. You can get diabetes too without having diabetes. Right. It's like the Raid 2. You don't have to have seen the Raid 1. I don't know anything about diabetes. Yeah. Diabetes 2 is the one that is like more, my mother has diabetes too. Right. And it's the one that you can get for being overweight or for like, you know, like for health
1: reasons. And once you have Whereas it, like diabetes you get is over like, it or is it you live with it once you get it? I
0: don't know. I don't know. I think you can control it. I think you, once you have it, you kind of have it.
1: So it's like, yeah, you medicate.
0: But you, well, you medicate or you like, you know, my mum eats a lot more healthy now and she, yeah. like, you know, tries to exercise more regularly and you, so you control
1: it. What was, her it's diet? Like my what was her diet before that? She used to eat one cow a day. <laughs> Deep, Dad, deep fried.
0: Dad, pick your least favorite cow. <laughs> like, it was a warning to the other cows, yeah, yeah. you know? You execute one, you educate a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So my mum, like, uh, actually isn't, like, a, a bad eater. Mm. Uh, but she was a person. Like, well, she's a farmer's wife. And being a farmer's wife means that you are two things. It means you were firstly a farmer. Yeah. Because... You're a farmer's partner, yeah. like you're their work partner in the middle of the night when something else needs to get done. There's no one else around. Yeah. So you're doing that. But she also raised three kids and you know, did all that size of it. So she was, but she is from one of those very traditional, like the way that I see their world and their relationship and stuff like that, mm. it, in some ways, it revolves around food. It right. was a very traditional relationship in where dad would, you know, get dad and, would go out, get up in the morning and like go out and like, get you know, milk the cows or yeah. do the irrigation or whatever. Cook and breakfast. When he got home, like mum would, you know, cook him breakfast. Yeah, and right. like he would go out and work and at morning tea, like when other people would drop around, like she would have like a cake made yeah, or like right. some biscuits or like, you it's, know, just that sort like of like. real
1: traditional. Right. Kind of 1950s sort of.
0: And my mum, that's definitely where I got my sweet tooth from, my, like my picking sweet tooth. Yeah, right. Like and You like cakes and shit. I love, and I. I love just picking, like if there's stuff around, Mm. like I'm one of those people that if I, if I'm in a period of my time where I can't be eating shit food, I have to be not around shit food. Yeah. Like it's fine if it's not in my house, but if it's in my house, yeah. I'm gonna eat it. Yeah, yeah. I've had halloumi twice today.
1: Oh. It's
0: only two thirty in the afternoon. Is
1: that the fourth reference to halloumi or the fifth reference? I've written it
0: on the blackboard. Uh, double halloumi. <laughs> oh right, I thought that was a new game show you'd come up with. Double wonder, halloumi. That would also be a great game show. Yeah. <laughs> what would be the rules of double halloumi?
1: Double halloumi. Um, like uh, so, it's like it's, it's, it's. I think like double dare. What were the rules of double dare? Was it? Oh, I can't remember. Yet.
0: Okay, so well, I assume that like in in halloumi, like the the prize is halloumi. Like every prize you get is either halloumi or goods to that value. But like the the real trick of the oh no, okay, so you win prizes, <laughs> but there's a round near the end where you can play double halloumi which is if you get that round like if you win that round yeah. you get double the value of the prizes that you've already won okay but in hologram okay <laughs>
1: Okay, so the first round is just to get like the washing machine, the holiday, that kind right. of stuff. Uh-huh. And then there's a bonus round. Bonus round. In which...
0: Well, you can take whatever, the prizes that you've prize already got. Yeah. You can take that and walk away right now. <laughs> or you can come back after the break and play for double halloumi, <laughs> which is double the value of your prizes. in With halloumi.
1: In halloumi. I'd go. I'd, I'd go. I'd yeah, you go. You've got to go for double halloumi. Of course. Yeah. You've got to be able to say double halloumi first, I think, is what the point will. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I can host it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm more the creator. This is in my producer roles. It'd be great if each of the topics I've listed on the blackboard here, which are things that we just had to catch up on, uh, we turned into game shows.
1: Yeah. Like sunglasses case. Well, just for the, uh, those of you playing at home. Yeah. So, uh, this, the, since Tofop has returned- um, This is episode five. We've implemented uh, a blackboard because yeah. one of the complaints about the old show was yeah. that we would never finish topics. Never. So we've been writing stuff down yeah. Uh, you know planning to get back to it which we haven't done yet but we are writing it down well, but since I was last in here yeah. Will has actually because it was all it was scrawled all over yeah. the blackboard in kind of like crazy you know paranoid uh, conspiracy <laughs> theory kind of writing very but much now, so now I, was,
0: I was about 30 seconds away from getting pins and string yeah exactly <laughs> you come in here and all my posters that are behind you that evil dead poster would just yeah. have like a pin and a bit of string and it would be connected to the Radiohead poster
1: and that over the shoulder Way over to the pixie's poster. Like, I'm not sure why these are connected, but they're connected. Is that the most overused cliche in cinema at the moment? They're going to revealing someone is in psychosis by going into a room and seeing it is covered in, you know, newspaper articles and string. Like it was, it was in Godzilla. I saw Godzilla on the weekend. It oh. was in that. And it's in pretty much any film where there's a psychopath or a serial killer, they will have a visual representation of their psychosis, which is right. normally a room filled.
0: Now, I, and it's always, the thing about it is it's always very well art designed. Mm. Like it always looks the, great. Yeah, the image. Like these guys would have an excellent Pinterest page. Yeah, totally. Because they always have this like, you're like, that looks cool. Yeah, yeah. I like, get this guy to do like interior design at my yeah. house. Yeah, exactly. Like whereas a true psycho... There would be no. It would look a
1: lot more like where we are. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> a couple well, of chairs that we have found well, on the street. When I'm like sort of when I'm working, and if I'm you know writing on something, and I've got articles oh. stuck up and stuff, I still keep it in a fairly like I don't cover my I don't I don't cover my my room with it. In fact, I normally just keep like three or four folders next to my thing with things ordered like in a nice neat package. Right. So, are they suggesting that a psychopath- let's,
0: t- let's be honest, by the way. If in this day and age, if someone is truly, like, following somebody, you'd walk into their place and it would just be a computer. Exactly. Like, it'd all be on their computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be in hidden files marked, receipts, 1998. Yeah, yeah. And that would just be all the pictures or whatever you That's had. a good
1: point, actually. I didn't think of that. Like,
0: who's still doing old? Like, uh, uh, We're tracking down a lot of hipster serial killers. Yeah. It's all analogue. They're doing this old school thing with like, they're taking Polaroids.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Will has reordered the subjects. Yep. Um, there's some here that have been added since this last year. I don't remember Sunglasses case. No, so this was one I actually had to bring up with you, although you have
0: some previous experience in this. But let's okay. let's finish Double Halloumi first. And then uh, we'll get are we to, done with Double Halloumi? Well, I just want to like talk about the idea of like sometimes in your life. <laughs> yeah, go on. Sometimes in your life, you're in a no halloumi part of your life. You know, when halloumi is an extravagance, right? Yeah. And then there's times in your life where you have a day. So I did my photos yesterday for next year's tour, which is a long way away from next year's tour. But because I'm going overseas for six months, I have to get everything done. So yesterday I did the photo shoots for uh, next year. I have to look at those photos for a year. Yeah. So basically, here's what I wasn't going to do on Sunday. Have halloumi. I certainly wasn't <laughs> going to have double halloumi. Right. But one day after, like I had two business meetings today and they were both over meals where somebody else was paying for my meal and I had halloumi at both. Right. So I've actually breakfast and lunch. Breakfast and lunch. Yeah. I might have halloumi for dinner. Fucking who knows? Although it'd be hard to go past. The halloumi I had for lunch was I think the best halloumi I've ever had. So Why? Did you know where it was from? Uh no, I don't know where it was from. Uh but it was at a the restaurant that we had was in Sydney. It was on Oxford Street. Mm. Um and it's called the Wine Library. Yeah. Uh which is a weird name because you don't borrow the wine. You drink it and then leave. Which yeah, is not really
1: But yeah, but it's, it's not it's but like, you can have
0: Imagine a- if they rang me three weeks later and they're like, um You haven't returned that wine yet. This is a wine library, mate.
1: This is not a library doesn't have to be an institution where you borrow things. Library refers to a collection of things, right? Like I can have a library of pornography at my place. And it's that like, well, it's stuff that I've collected. Or a library of albums I love that you went to pornography yeah. first. Well, hey
0: guys, trying- uh, would you like to guys like to check out my pornography yeah. library? I was oh, to think. It's a
1: library. What's
0: the example? They're all arranged due- <laughs> according to the Dewey Decimal System. It's a very Dewey
1: Decimal yeah. System. From
0: least Dewey to most Dewey. Yeah. That is how they've been.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess so.
1: One library, they're saying a
0: collection. Anyway, of wine. so it's a place where you can drink wine and you know have kind of like it's the the meal was like. Um, not nibbles, but like you know, you know how I like small foods, right? Yeah. So it's my idea thing. You can get some halloumi, and you can get some arancini, and you can get some like you know whatever. So we're finger picking, food, finger food, yeah. right? So we're picking at this food, and it's, it's very nice. But the halloumi was so. Here is what I never thought you needed to add to halloumi because halloumi is cheese, like deep fried or fr- shallow fried in oil, right? So I never really looked at that and thought, you know what would make this better, like more bad stuff. Like I always felt like that was enough bad stuff for halloumi, yeah, right? Yeah. And if anything, I've always combined halloumi with stuff, like you have it with healthy. like some lettuce or something yeah. healthy. Like it's yeah. like right, honey. It was yeah. like obviously shallow fried in like you know like oh. oil and honey or whatever. Oh my oh. fucking lord, it was. I'm try that tonight. I got
1: some halloumi in the fridge. It was insane, man. It was insane. You know why? I can totally. F- I can totally get that because sometimes It feels like it should be too sometimes much Sometimes I eat halloumi and it makes me think I'm eating a really delicious pancake Right It has a slightly kind of pan- uh-huh. like when oh, you have yeah. really good pancakes yeah. Sure So the honey maple syrup I think might also fucking be the bomb on halloumi Right There you go Oh shit And you know what like <laughs>
0: three years ago Fast forward six months later Charlie looks like Elvis. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> I don't understand why they fired me from home and away <laughs> You start rocking up in a yeah. moo-moo. It's because Summer Bay, Summer Bay had an earthquake when I went jogging down the
0: beach.
1: <laughs> it's because you can't talk because you always have Lumi in your mouth. Yeah. Hey, um, I, was, I, was, I saw a clip from uh, the new X-Men film the other day. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, you know, Jen Lawrence is... Jen, my girl Jen. Jen, yeah. So Jen Lawrence. J-Law, is as the, they call her. J-Law is the new Mystique, right? Yep. So she got that role after her breakthrough film, Winter's Bone, she was nominated for an Oscar. And uh-huh. then her sort of first big studio film was X-Men yep. Mystique. Do you reckon in that the way of where is now, because I saw in this thing, I'm like, fuck, that would be like six hours in makeup at least for that. Right. And she's fucking semi-naked on set and not even really the star of the show. It's a fucking ensemble. Yep. She's a... Three time Oscar nominee, one yeah. time Oscar winner.
0: Yeah, and, think, and everyone thinks she's great. Do you think
1: her agent has been doing some fucking like ass kissing the last two years? Right. Jen, I know I signed you to a five picture deal, but look, honey.
0: <laughs> right. Because, no, well, you know what, though? I think she was the, like, the, she will be probably this year and next year. You know when they do those end of year stats on like biggest draws in the world? She is redefining the industry because. At the end of the year, like with Hunger Games and with like her in X Men and with those sort of things, she's going to be the person who's up there with like the the biggest stars in the world, like in grossing films. And you don't have to, and she gets to do all these other cool things. Yeah, like I think I mean Fassbender's, like Michael Fassbender's in X Men. I mean I know he doesn't have to dress in blue paint for fucking six hours a day and get half naked, but like it's the great joy of those films is that they are getting quality actors in them now. And secondly, I think it's good for the quality actors to have blockbusters if, on their resume if you know, a, in between. If you're an
1: agent or a manager and you have a client who has some heat on them, the first thing you want to get in terms of just get some money is a franchise. Franchise, right? Like that's what everyone... It, that's why, you know, or even a TV show nowadays. Like I you mean, want something that's going to be regular... You look at Hugh Jackman, though. Like, Hugh Jackman's had
0: hit and miss with, like, his movies and stuff, his movie career. But the one thing that that consistently means that he can keep making movies is fucking the fact that he's been Wolverine
1: in all those fucking films. Yeah. Like, it's the spine of the rest of his career. Yeah, yeah. He's And he, like, freely admits that, too. Like, I don't think there's any snobbery for people, you know, like... Mickey Rourke, do you remember after The Wrestler, he's come back. What's the first thing his agent did? Plugged him into Iron Man 3. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's where the smart money is. So, I can understand that. But I think maybe none of Jay Law's agents are expecting Hunger Games to be a big hit. Because she right. probably did them around about the same time. I don't think not. anyone expected Hunger Games to be as big a hit as it was. So, they said, well, look, here's Including the studio. X-Men will be her paycheck for the next, you know, three years this will be like you know it's this little chancer and then like holy shit they both exploded right. and she won an oscar right and she could pretty much do anything and then she film got nominated for another oscar yeah so it's like i mean i'm sure there were days when she was fucking like you know in a G string getting painted head to toe blue going hmm and, and i don't it,
0: really need to be here and it was wasted on Brian Singer Mm. <laughs> like I mean I could have directed it
1: yeah totally at least I would have enjoyed that bit of the day that <laughs> suddenly had 4,000 intern applications for the makeup department for that job well uh, you know what I reckon if they were smart they would have used a body double for like so it's an action film so I'm like sure they did I'm sure they did I'm sure that was like a big and they probably of only thing. make her right? from like the head up or something. Yeah. they would have worked a way to make it because do you reckon she had enough clout that she could leave would she be able to break a contract if maybe maybe a not break she's her contract, here.
0: but I definitely she's got enough clout to say, "Guess what? Someone else is painting themselves blue from
1: the <laughs> neck down." <laughs>
0: I bet I bet she's got enough that enough clout yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely think that she was just blue from the neck up I think she yeah. just wore a skivvy into work <laughs> and you would walk around that set and like there'd be two people who look vaguely the same yeah. and they would walk by each other Morning Ralph you know yeah. style and one would have like blue from the neck up and the other would be blue from the waist down Holy shit, She'd be man. fully clothed in her turtleneck and her fucking tracksuit pants and there'd be some fucking model yeah. in a G-string painted blue from the neck yeah. down.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine, like, you'd never heard of Jennifer Lawrence and you're visiting the set of X-Men 2, or whatever this X-Men's called, and, uh, you know, some guy goes, oh, one of the girls that cast, uh, actually, she won an Oscar before she did this. And, like, who? Oh, yeah, that, see that half-naked yeah. chick-painted head-to-toe in blue paint?
0: You'd be like, What? doesn't make any sense well, i mean she's amazing when she turns into those other people you yeah, believe yeah, she is true. those other people that's how good an actor i mean that's how that's good a, that's actress. not even
1: special effects no
0: she, jennifer lawrence actually does a an exact imitation of everybody else
1: she turns into in the film yeah she, she's amazing she transforms she's, she's amazing, amazing. <laughs> yeah. fucking hell maybe that's why she's doing the part she's the only one who can Would have been great if they're saving she, a fortune on special effects
0: would have been great if when she won the oscar she she was just like i can't I won the fucking oscar for this i played nine separate believable characters in that last film not a fucking nomination not one pixel of cgi that was all me yeah all me the whole thing um all right so that actually brings us weirdly enough like in a in serendipitous sort of full circle to speak english I love the, whatever you're doing with that beer, by the way, where you've got your little finger. And Charlie, for those who can't say, while I'm talking to him, Charlie's just got his little finger in the top of his beer and he's just like lifting it up and down. you finger fucking bottle. your beer <laughs> yeah.
1: while I'm trying to talk to you. I'm sorry. I'm listening now. All right.
0: Um, <laughs> so while Ramona is like chewing my leg, she's been chewing my leg for this whole fucking podcast. Is she actually chewing your leg or chewing... she's chewing your leg here? Oh no, she's, she's chewing actually, her she's paw. Le- she's chewing her paw, but it happens to be on my leg. Yeah. Don't chew your paw. Come on. Um, so, uh, Sunglasses case. Why would Sunglasses case relate to the uh, conversation we've just had about Jennifer Lawrence? And uh, oh, no. my, you know the answer yeah, to I know this. The answer. All right. So oh, Do you want to explain it? Well, Amy's doing a... Um, she's at Afters, which is like a... Um, Film and radio television school. Yep. Uh, and uh it's pretty intensive and so there's different people uh like you know so they have directors and producers and uh she she's doing production design yeah. and all that sort of stuff so they all make films together short films together so they had a big shoot yesterday mm. uh and in fact at some stage during this podcast we'll probably have to stop because we're going to help her unload some stuff from our the house truck. out of the truck yeah uh, because that's basically uh, what her being in production design means. She steals. Uh, she's, well, it's mostly like, because she used to do some stuff for, for you and Jen when you were making film clips for people. Yeah. And it means basically that I've just got to see my stuff in a lot of film clips for artists <laughs> that I would not be interested in otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't really like this artist, but that's my car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: And so uh, in this film, whenever it gets shown,
1: I will yeah look out for it. But i like, oh,
0: God, that's the the table you, that I kept uh, my TV on. Well,
1: that that film clip that was Johnny Ruffo's music video. You judged him on a radio show? Did you stand up or something?
0: Oh no, I didn't judge him. I, I was like, I I was on that. Uh, Husey did Husey. Did. Oh, right, 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 Husey. So, um, uh, yeah, he said on uh, that show that he um, wanted to do stand up comedy. Yeah, so yeah. They, he, he they got him himself to do as a stand up Uh and they got Husey to give him some advice, <laughs> yeah. and uh, apparently did apparently. He's, apparently he's not a quadruple threat <laughs> but um uh so um she's so she's uh had, had to do this um film. Uh, film and there's a sex scene in it and so i know <laughs> i don't know if people can hear that but um there's a sex scene in the film yeah so like the guy's naked and so she had to try to source a cock sock a cock sock right um and they couldn't get one anywhere they couldn't Find anywhere that like had a cock sock. Yeah, I assumed that there would be places that you could easily just ring and go, Do you have a cock sock? Because I assumed that it would happen yeah. enough that, like, yeah, you know, so I um, couldn't find one anywhere. Yeah. Um, then she started making the argument, which I loved, which was that actors should have to have their own cock socks, it should be like, uh, you know, like apprentices and their tools, <laughs> you know, just like I mean. It shouldn't be up. Every actor should have their own cock sock. Like, carry it around
1: that in your wallet. Is such a waste of material. Right. Because there's, <laughs> own, there's very few actors, very few instant, apart from the cast of Game of Thrones. Well, they'd all
0: have to have their own cock socks. There'd probably be
1: a wall with all their own hands. I mean, I've worn one. I, I think, I thought, I just assumed that they're made by the wardrobe department because it's literally, oh, yeah, okay. it's literally, it's just a bag of material with a drawstring. Yeah, right. So, I mean, it would take two seconds. For yeah, so you just, you just make one. Milliner, what? or whatever they call it. No, milliners no. make hats. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, am comes- I meant to wear this on my penis? It looks like a bowler hat. <laughs> <laughs> It'll
0: be fine. You've just got some fedora. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a very hipster penis.
1: Yeah. Um, That's why I call my penis Bruno Mars. <laughs>
0: Because it's tiny, but talented. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Um, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, the other option is uh, a sunglasses. It feels a little bit like Sting. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't quite work. A sunglasses case. Yeah. Is the other option not like a hard sunglasses case? Obviously, a
1: soft uh, drawstring basically, like a a little sack with a drawstring. Yeah, so uh, you put your junk in it, you tighten the string, and you away you go. Right, I'm pretty sure we have talked about this. Yeah, we have. Yeah, Yeah, so
0: this is my point: is this that I got the call the day before the shoot? Yeah because I'd said if there's anything that I can do I'm home having some meetings and you know doing some bits and pieces I said if there's anything that I can do to help just let me know and I'll I'll help, have, have, happily help out so yesterday I at the Westfield Bondi Junction went into a sunglasses place hilarious. and said to them can I have like a case like, like what? Well, you know can I buy one five yeah. bucks not too bad yeah um, is it big enough? so <laughs> No, oh, this was the other task I had. My task wasn't just to buy one. My task was to test whether it would work or not. Fuck off. Oh. Right. Really? So, because well, because, like, for that very reason, right? She doesn't know.
1: <laughs> and so... <laughs> oh, my God. I wouldn't even thought of that. Go on.
0: So, I... Have wa- gone into this sunglasses shop at Westfield Bondi Junction, then I have like taken it into the toilets because I couldn't. <laughs> 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 keep going, keep well, going. Because I couldn't go home huh. because like it was too far. Like it's too far to get home, and oh. then if it didn't work, I, like I would have to buy something what else. What I would right? give
1: for some Solange Jay Z like C C T V to in the
0: toilet. <laughs> well, uh, well, firstly. I have never checked a lock more times. Like I've gone into the toilet and I've locked it. I've clearly locked it. And then I've like un, like I'm ready to go. Yeah. And then I turned around and I checked it was locked again. Just like just as if, in case. just it in slipped. case. Right? Yeah. And then I've just like in there, like <laughs> Did you walk around? I have a couple of no.
1: Did you wag it around just if it held? I didn't really wag. No, I
0: was pretty apparent. <laughs> I would have a couple of goes at it because it turns out you have to go in balls first. Yes. (laughs) Did you not know that? No. That's logical. Well, I guess, like in retrospect, but I got to be honest, I just,
1: I didn't go in. You know what I like? Because it's such a great (laughs) metaphor. It's like you went into this situation balls first and you literally went in balls first. It required some boldness. Like a more timid person would have driven the way home. You're like, fuck it, I'm going to a public toilet, i going in balls first. Yeah, so I went in balls first in the
0: toilet and and put it all in and tied up the drawstring and made sure that, you know, like everything was, yeah, going to be fine. Mm. And then I realised
1: that I hadn't really... Wagged it around.
0: No, 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 it wasn't that. <laughs> no, what I, what I realised was that I was putting my, like, dick in something that some other stranger was going to like... Oh, so you had to wash it? Well, I hadn't... No, but... Anyway, what I... I didn't wash it, is my point. <laughs> like, oh. So oh my God, now you two are married. <laughs> wow, he's married to me. I'm not married to him. Because <laughs> yeah, he had the. I didn't touch his dick. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's true.
1: <laughs> yeah, so
0: that was my day.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. That's, uh, that's uh, bizarre. Was that today? No, yesterday. That was yesterday. Wow. And so you gave Amy the... Said it all works? Said it all Did works. Did she ask you to test it or was that your own initiative? No, no, she asked me. She said, can you go to the shop and get one and and test it to make sure that it's going to work? I was, I'm pretty Because Amy asked me, she rang me a couple of weeks ago asking when she was first, I guess, working out where she should get one from. Yeah. And uh, I was surprised that, because I said, oh, is it going to be, I said, you only need it if it's going to be two naked actors. Because most of the time, you know, you just shoot it from the waist up or whatever. There's ways around it. But... She said, no, that's full sex scene. I'm like, after this has changed. <laughs> I've got lots of friends who went there. Yeah. I don't remember anyone talking about an explicit sex Apparently scene. Apparently they
0: spent a lot of time on the sex scene. She said to me, oh, probably I shouldn't talk about that, but like no. she was like, she just said that they spent too much time shooting the sex scene for a short
1: female film. director or male director? Male director. Yeah, see, I don't know. Female director being for, for some one, reason. Let's just
0: do that one more time. Yeah. From this angle. And you say,
1: "I love you, director."
0: Just, just try yeah,
1: that. Yeah, yeah. There's just Yeah, I just I have found working with some directors and stuff, especially when I like when I was at uni and you do student films and stuff. Like, some directors do not realise how confronting a situation that is for not a, let alone like male, but especially for a female who has to. I mean, you're already feeling extremely vulnerable, you know, surrounded by because there's so many guys on set, right? To then get naked is like a huge thing and like most directors i've worked with and see are really good at like because it's such a sensitive you know you've got to really create a safe environment but occasionally you'll see someone it was mainly when i was younger or you know i had friends who were you know directors starting out i mean it's kind of a, a funny
0: idea if you think about it we've become so normalized the idea that that's like an acceptable part of someone's job but yeah. we're really just saying to someone hey you know how you like the arts well, part of
1: that yeah.
0: is you have to get naked in front of heaps of people yeah. in a really vulnerable
1: situation and pretend to fuck a stranger. Yeah. And the close set is no But close you want to be set. in showbiz, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I have seen actresses get like really kind of anxious over like having to wear a bikini or lingerie or whatever, sure. like I mean, it's it's, it's cuz it's not that expectation is not put on guys as much, you know? And even... And at Afters, I don't think you get a Jennifer Lawrence-esque body double. No. I don't think there was anyone there for uh, the next day. Well, year. that's the other thing. I mean, and for a student film too, like I've had friends, actresses, you know, when I was sort of younger who would say, oh, you know, someone wants me to do this short film or whatever, but it's got this sex scene or whatever, what do you think? And I was always like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're gonna, that's a huge thing to do and if you're going to give that to a director, you either A, have to, fucking love the project but most of all you have to know and trust like you know you'd want to have worked with them or workshop with them for weeks and weeks and weeks to know you're going to trust them because that shit will last forever especially now you do a nude scene or anything that's going to exist forever you know and I understand that like you know there's nothing to be shamed on with nudity or anything like that but you just need to you just need to if you're gonna to me that feels like well that's you've got like an ace up your sleeve to go naked. Right. right. That's an, an impactful thing you can do as an actor. Save Just it.
0: make sure yeah. it is... Save it. You didn't give it away for free early on. Exactly. Unless, but then again, if you were trying to
1: build your career... Howie Berry
0: got like an extra million dollars to show her boobs sword yeah. Swordfish. Yeah, hold out
1: for a million dollars. Yeah, hold out for that at least. But having said that, there are actors who want to be known for their physicality and their bodies. Fine, go for it. But if you are in doubt about it...
0: Right. Then yeah, the minute you have doubt, no.
1: Yeah. if you're that's, super that's a confident, really
0: good point. Like if you are hundred percent into the idea, then sure, whatever. Like who are we to judge, you know, yeah. your body and who you are and whatever. But if you're like sitting there going, I have this bit of doubt. Yeah, you know what? The... Chances are that doubt won't get less in the next thirty yeah, years. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and if you are feeling anxious thinking about it, yeah, then you're gonna feel you're gonna more gonna anxious feel doing really it. Really anxious yeah, doing yeah, yeah. it. Okay. Right okay. I mean, and don't be pressured into it. So that's the other thing. Like because they'll all like a, a director or. Producer will always say, oh, "We just need it. We absolutely need it." Yeah, but they don't. No, like they just need it for their phone. <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> for their mates. <laughs> for
0: the directors, can't they do for their poker? So pack? that's
1: uh, a little public service announcement for yeah, uh, aspiring nice. actors out Thank there. Hey, kids, don't get don't get exploited. Unless, well, Matthew McConaughey obviously has never had that. I don't think, do you think Matthew McConaughey has ever argued with the director about taking his shirt off in his scene?
0: He doesn't own one. It's like, what is this? (laughs) No, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, God, my back is etching. He worked on the
1: idea that it was less time in wardrobe. Yeah. (laughs) He could get to set five minutes late if he didn't have to put on a shirt. There is something funny about the peacocky dude. You know, like the dude who loves to take his shirt off?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the
1: first one to take their shirt off. It's always, it was always, growing up in Melbourne, it was always funny because.
0: Or the guy who doesn't own shirts. Oh, yeah, man. Apparently, well, you know, I mean, as in, like, who doesn't rock up to something in a shirt? Well, who's that? Well, I was reading about what? this. What? There's <laughs> like, this legend of to the, a- the beach or something. There's a no. There's a legend of the AFL called Tommy Hafey, who just passed away recently. Like one of the the great all time great men. And like T shirt Tommy, you know, used to do like even when he was in his 80s, would do like 200 push ups a day. You'd seen and jogging like,
1: along Portsea Beach at yeah, 80 years old. Yeah,
0: great and just getting better. You know, like yeah. he was a real legend.
1: He was one of those men, old like, guys who'd be like, "Hey, kid." Hit me in the stomach.
0: Right. (laughs) How do you can? Loved all these boys, that sort of stuff, right? But apparently, like, as in, like, anyone who's ever played for him were, like, part of his (laughs) family.
1: Not in a Michael Jackson way. Not
0: in a Michael Jackson way. His boys were grown men. Yeah. Uh, But he was, uh, he also was, yeah, they tell all the tales of, you know, his life. And apparently he was a big guy because he was just so fit and whatever. Apparently he rocked up to one of their engagement parties or, like, weddings or whatever. And he was just, like, he didn't have a shirt on. And they were like, oh, what why don't you have a shirt on? Like a tracksuit pants or whatever? Wow. Just no shirt on? Putin. Him and Putin. Just, yeah, on a horse. He was on a horse and he
1: didn't have a shirt on. Yeah, apparently you're just like... I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone. I mean, I like nudity. I'm a I'm a nudist. I, I In summer, I, I wear little clothing. But for me, it's not a kind of preening kind of like, you know, let me show my... Ma- it's more about I'm just lazy and want to wear as little clothes as possible. I love clothes. Like, as in, like, I'm not a person who, like,
0: you know, I, I just wear the same shit all the time. I'm not, mm. like, interested in Your fashion or whatever. But, like, I love wearing clothes. I wear clothes a bit. Do you feel uh, awkward naked? Yeah, a bit.
1: What is, is that related to what? Body shame? Know. No, it's just, like, a, a weird breezes. <laughs> really? You know what you I, mean? feel like, I feel exposed. I feel exposed. I feel like,
0: what am I going to sit on? Like, yeah. I start to have issues. I'm like, I can't sit on something because then it has my ass on it. yeah.
1: Like oh now what about, now when like, I sit
0: on that they but do when I sit it, on that chair before later I'll be like oh do you that's ever get about it or or just like,
1: underpants or just shorts no just tracksuit pants no How like about as like top and bottom yeah top and bottom <laughs> that's true <though. laughs> I know I know I'm just laughing <laughs> it's like you're like
0: uh, you're like a never nude I'm not a never nude <laughs> like I I'm close to never nude yeah I'm never nude approximate. <laughs> I have I have more in common with a never nude than I have in an always
1: nude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the sliding scale. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I've never been a person who like I don't really kind of understand the idea of not. Wearing did your clothes. parents
1: were Did your parents wear clothes around the house? Ah, uh, my parents used to sleep in the nude. And yeah, I reckon my out.
0: parents slept naked or more naked than I do. Yeah. So um, it wasn't from that. No. No, I'm I'm it's it's a me thing. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not. I don't like sleeping even in a bed without me, like like sometimes if it's hot or whatever i might try to take my t-shirt off but i don't even really enjoy that i always feel like i wake up what really what do you wear to bed
1: clown outfit full-size <laughs> clown outfit shoes suit of armor <laughs> yeah, suit of armor i go i get lowered i will get put in a shark cage and lowered onto the bed <laughs> i dress i dress as optimus prime <laughs> like full sky's replica no
0: i um yeah I like a tracksuit
1: pants and a tracksuit pants t-shirt and in winter summer tracksuit pants t-shirt don't you get hot light tracksuit pants t-shirt like thin tracksuit pants and t-shirt <laughs> where do you get thin tracksuit pants from basic all oh, right yeah not oh, expensive bloody tracksuit pants yeah, They're expensive why pants. are you sleeping in those that's like 300 dollar bloody pajama bottoms you're sweating through well
0: because sometimes then i can just get up and don't have to get out of my pajamas so you could do that in
1: 20 dollar tracksuit pants yeah, well, you know what? If I'm wearing tracksuit pants every day, well, they might as well be nice tracksuit pants. <laughs> <laughs> good point. That is a good. Plus, point. Plus, that's our
0: friend's company. I I'm happy to support her. I know. I don't. Yeah, than... I
1: went and supported. I went to their big uh, clearance sale and bought a whole bunch of stuff. And then um, it was actually it was great because it was packed. There's three day sale they did. This yep. is just last in the last year, or maybe the start of this year. But my God, like people are locusts, you know, like. And a lot of these... And this has nothing to do with the brand or anything like that. A lot of these kids were teenagers. Right. And I don't remember being 15 and having an idea. I mean, Basic is a, a really well-known, really well-respected brand. It's yep. Like, it's a premium brand. Yep. These kids were all over it. Like, they were there early and, I mean, they knew what they were doing.
0: And it's just like... Well, they have to be there because they're 15. If they're interested in that sort of shit, they know when the bargains are. They know if they get there early. But that wasn't like... I mean... Has uh, that changed, or I think just people are more exposed? fashion cultures. Uh, like I think, particularly here in Sydney, like, but it's consumer culture more. Like, oh yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, I, mean, I don't even. I even Kim had, Kardashian's a fucking the, one of the most massive celebrities in the world, and she does nothing other than fucking you know advertise clothes and handbags. And I can't even remember types.
1: even like going shopping as a teenager. Like, I think maybe you'd ask your mum for something and get right. like, or you know, maybe she'd give you fifty bucks. But I mean, these items, like even on discount, talking like you know, $60 t-shirts. Yeah.
0: What does it? What is I think people 60... were interested in fashion at high school though. Like I think there were definitely, you went to a boys school, so I think yeah, there was maybe. definitely girls at my high school that were like spending a lot of money really? on fashion. And so items. where yeah. and
1: are they getting, where are
0: they getting the money from? Is it in all Well, ads? rich parents, I would say normally, yeah. but sometimes people you would see, but like a, a pair of shoes, like even something as right, simple so as like you... Doc Martin boots. I remember like when I was in about year eight or year nine, the thing that we all wanted to have was a pair of Doc Martin boots to yeah. wear school shoes. And they were like, 150, 150 bucks or yeah. something. So you had to, and I'm sure like there's boys and whatever were buying sneakers and like, you yeah. know, like high oh, tops or true. whatever that were like I can't remember, really expensive. Like, and I bet, like, remember when you were a kid and like kids would get excited about the new high tops or the yeah, new yeah, whatever the that were coming up? Pumps.
1: Yeah. yeah. But okay, hypothetically, you just have. say you had a teenage daughter, <laughs> yeah. 15 years old. Oh, Are right. you giving Are her a friend's heart? I don't know. Oh. Wrong. wrong hypothetical. <laughs> 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 Are you giving her are you giving her a, a shopping allowance? Okay. Am I, do I
0: philosophically want to give her a shopping allowance or do I think she's that I'm good, practically giving her a
1: shopping she's allowance? A, she's a good kid, uh-huh. but she's way into fashion. She goes to a school where all her friends are into fashion. Yep. Um, so you work out that, okay, like you are, tell me, what do you think? How many, how many new, just say to break it down into like t-shirts and dresses, how many new t-shirts and dresses should she get a year? Okay,
0: so here's what I think. Uh, I think that what I hope I am and what I would actually be might be two different things. I would hope that I wouldn't uh, give her an allowance allowance. Uh, I hope that
1: I would teach her the value of work. So... Um, by taking her to a factory where you have people working for slave wages and saying see that's work anyway here's your allowance I would take her to my factory in Bangladesh yeah. and I would point her manager
0: yeah. she's 15 but yeah. <laughs> she's twice as old as the uh, last manager and all the workers <laughs> uh, no I am um, I would like to teach her the value of work but I would probably make some sort of agreement if I had the money to do that to like kind of Match a certain amount of money. So, say for example, if she was saving towards like a car, yeah, like I, I would say something like, I'll "You know match. what? If you uh, if you save seven thousand dollars, I'll give you seven thousand dollars and we'll buy you like a nice wow. car or whatever." Seven
1: grand—that's a lot of money.
0: I had—I think I had six or seven grand when I turned eighteen. When I bought my first car with. So. Wow. I always felt like there was a, a milking cows. Like oh, I wasn't... Right. Working for your dad. Yeah, working for my dad. So, so he like, just paid you what he would pay anyone. Right. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. So I kind of think that that's, yeah. that's the area I would be in, where I would definitely try to help them. Yeah. Like, you know, I wouldn't... Well, it helps if you do have a business and
1: you right. can get them to
0: work for yeah. you. But I would try to encourage them to also realize that work comes with reward. However, do I feel like knowing what I'm actually like, would I be tempted to... Overspoiled people that I probably shouldn't overspoil. Yes. Yeah. So I hope that I remember what I want to be mm. if I'm ever in that situation. Rather than I, I know that chances are, if my little fucking girl batted her eyelids at me and said, "Daddy, everybody at school's got these shoes. Can I get some?" I'd be like, "Here, don't tell your mother."
1: Uh, no. Can I just Can I just uh, Can I just revisit that scenario? And it's more like, "Daddy, can I get these shoes that all the girls at school have?" And you'd be like. Honey, I'm watching the football. My wallet's on the bench. Just don't come back for another two hours unless you're bringing me a drink. Right, honey, you know I got a a Amex that we don't tell mum about. <laughs> now, while you're down at the shops, could you please get daddy a cake? <laughs> <laughs> and which of your friends sell wheat? Uh, <laughs> When, uh, when, when, when you have a daughter and she turns 15, we can employ her at studio uh, Studios. By that stage, 15 years from now, I imagine it's an empire.
0: By the way, yeah. <laughs> I, I, so, it can't be 15 years from now. It's got to be 15 years from oh, yeah. well, between six, now. We, years, let's say 16 or 17 today. years from now. Okay. So, minimum, I'm 58. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which makes me 53. (laughs) Which means that we should not be doing this show anymore. No, no, no. No, no. By Maybe that stage, toefop In these same leather chairs. Tofop, no. You gotta, Let's you gotta take the chairs big. with us wherever Tofop we go. becomes a brand in the same way yeah. that like Hustler or Playboy, they started off sure. making filth uh-huh. and then they branched out... Oh, uh, become a bigger sort like of Just like a crossover. brand. A brand, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So we start off peddling filth, yeah. uh, angering religious groups yeah. and, uh, and then, then you get become... shot and paralysed and go out with Courtney Love. I think that's how it works.
0: I, like, I, I, don't, I can't imagine that this podcast how would this podcast become a brand like how would like honestly like what 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 would be the ideal scenario for like this to be like what's the per- like how could this work out for us <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I love it. That's like finding out. (laughs) That's like you've just booked yourself on what you were told was a return trip to the moon and you're halfway to the moon and the pilot turns to you and says, look, um, in the ideal scenario, how do we get this ship back to Earth?
0: (laughs) What? I thought you knew. (laughs) I thought you knew. Oh, no, I don't know how to get it. (laughs) To space, I didn't even know how to get to the moon. I was just off Earth. Earth. (laughs) I was wrapped we're heading to the moon in the first place. The Earth is massive. Do you know how easy it is to get off it? All you have to do is go in any other direction. (laughs) World's worst astronauts. The the Earth is big, but you know the only thing that's bigger than the Earth? (laughs) Space.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, you've been watching that Carl Sagan documentary too. That's pretty much... The whole, that's all he says. Um, okay, so how would... Yeah, how, how ideally how become a brand? Like how, how could it
0: become like successful? Now, more people are, like, are listening all the time. And I will say to our listeners... Um, well, look, all right, Tell people, if you like it and you think someone would like it, tell them. Because the more people who listen to it, obviously, the, yeah. the better it goes. Well, I reckon...
1: Like Nerdist seemed to be on the path. Okay, tell tell me fran- how they of did the it. The franchise. How did they do it? Well, from what I've heard, Chris Hardwick say he yep. he had so he had an investor right. on board. Oh, so we need an investor. He had an idea that he wanted to start the podcast initially, but I think he always had the ideas for TV shows and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So. I mean, I don't know it was... We've strange. got a blackboard. We could map stuff out. Yeah, we could. Like the crazy people <laughs> yeah. in those clips. We've got some
0: well. great ideas for shows. Uh, sunglass case. That's pretty good. <laughs> Hot woman. Hot woman. On plane. Uh, yeah, we, we haven't got to that <laughs> one yet. Well, We've kind of got to it. We've teased that a bit. Double halloumi. Uh, double halloumi. That's <laughs> definitely a good one. All
1: right. Uh, uh, So I think what he's done by starting the the podcast and obviously... I mean, they're kind of smart the way I we went about it because it was sort of niche, but... Then they started getting out to booking agents and saying, well, look, if you've got someone who wants to promote something... Oh, get them through. Get them through. So it became... Although they had just the Nerdist podcast, then it sort of became more like the interview podcast. Yeah. And then from that... Like, I just think with that volume of kind of show business running through, you know, like you're going to be meeting people and stuff and, you know, you interview a guy from a TV show, then the producer of that show say, hey, we want to do a show that talks about the show, you know, after it's done. Like, I just think that was... That was what, the Nerdist basically just, they put out, they sifted out, you know, the kind of uh, genre, uh, I mean, Nerdist, the nerd crowd, they literally carved out that bit of territory and then said, okay, well, how do we create, like, we have a nerd podcast, how do we become a nerd TV show, how do we, so the key would be finding out what the TOFOP element is, which is kind of. I mean, there is that kind of geek element, but there's some other stuff as well. I don't think we know what it is yet. No. But, I mean... But what if, is
0: that? What, how do we franchise that, though? Well, like, how do we... I think the next
1: step... Well, I think, well, I think more live shows...
0: More live shows, eh? More live shows. Okay. A good way Look of at you, mister, I couldn't do live shows, I have to be locked in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly these days you're like, let's get
1: this shit on the road! Yeah, but I have had the easiest introduction to live shows. I would shows. love, by
0: the way, if we can get to the point where the show's doing well enough that we can take these armchairs to the live
1: shows. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. That's our one kind of like, yeah. stipulation. The, the two of us just sit in these <laughs>
0: armchairs on stage. Yeah. Guests
1: are still on shitty chairs. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love that they, these chairs, but we, the other uh, stipulation is that we stay in the chairs the whole time we're being
0: transported to like, In fact, like, on Qantas or Jetstar or Virgin, yeah. we're open to suggestions. Yeah, whoever wants they have to, to fly us for free. They have to carve out two seats on the flight <laughs> and, and they wheel us off. <laughs>
1: they put us in these armchairs. Um, yeah, it's like Wall-E, you know, those floating chairs? Oh, no, I imagine we're strapped into the chairs like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: I saw a girl at the airport the other day who was being accompanied by uh, police, and she had the Kate from Lost. You know when they've got the people in the handcuffs and they put the jacket over their arms, oh, so that because right, right. they're walking people through an airport, so yeah, that you yeah, don't, don't see really... the person's in handcuffs. Yeah, right. They have the jacket over their arms. I don't know, just some some criminal. Yeah, but like, but some woman on handcuffs. I don't. What know does if she look like incident. she looks scary.
1: Normal. I'm gonna say normal. Super villain. She looked no. pretty
0: normal. Like I would say early
1: 40s, maybe mid 40s, like normal looking woman. What do you think she did? Profile her. Well, okay. If I was going to profile her, do a Sherlock on me. She had a mustard stain on her shoe, which means she eats hot dogs. She was being accompanied by
0: two policemen and she had a jacket over her hands where handcuffs would be, which led me to realize that she was under arrest.
1: (laughs) World's Mr. Holmes, World's we're World's on your way. <laughs> You're not telling us anything we don't already know.
0: She is a woman, and she is not breathing. World's worst Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> uh no. Um, she would. I would say drugs. Right. Yeah, drugs. I'm going to say drugs. Why? Kickpin. I don't know. She looked druggy. I guess they would have to transport criminals by plane sometimes, wouldn't they? Yeah. Oh, I've been on
1: planes before when they've had a like criminal. a criminal shit do you and know de- if that plane went and a dead person if that plane went down there would be a, there would have to become that would become an ethical uh, like every movie where there's a criminal on a plane it always becomes the, right. the ethical dilemma of do you take the guy out of the handcuffs You know, now that the rules have changed, when you need everyone... We have to survive now.
0: Maybe, you know what we need in this post-apocalyptic world? Someone who knows how to fucking handle their shit. Am I right? It's a plot of Pitch Black, right? With Vin Diesel. And Lost. And pretty much every movie... Who was the criminal in Lost? Kate.
1: Ah. Kate from Lost. Oh, that's why you meant when you said Kate from Lost. Yeah, it was an exact reference to the thing I was talking about. Okay, Yeah. (laughs) we've established though I've only seen the first series of Lost I, oh yeah I'm that not. you know
0: what that wasn't actually cleared up very early yeah. on you're right so she, yeah she was a
1: criminal okay alright and, and so that. And,
0: and, the, and that she had handcuffed and I actually thought I'd about.
1: heard misheard you when you said cape from Lost and so what I rationalised what
0: did you think of that I'd said uh, capes are lost <laughs> no that makes a lot more sense you're right that does clear it up
1: uh, she was walking along like capes are lost and like oh she's really depressed all the capes have been lost I did rationalise it like that. Sad day for superheroes. Yeah. Capes have been lost. <laughs> oh what? It's really like, good. All these superheroes in the laundromat going, ah! Oh, oh, you kidding? Aquaman's going, fuck you guys. Don't do
0: that all lame. There was just a woman with a receipt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Batman's like, this looks terrible. I've got a count, okay. Batman's just got a towel around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> We've got to finish up so we can record another one. But I um, How long was that? Well, we've done 54 minutes. Right. And so to do an hour, we tend to wrap up about five minutes before we
1: finish. Right. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how to make it a franchise. I want to know how we end the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I was going to say
0: is this, though. I wanted to mention one more fashion thing before we go, uh, which is that while I've been away overseas, they've stopped making my favorite jeans. Uh, Subi or Kasubi, as they became, have gone out of business. I've not read why. Too many
1: parties in Bondi. (laughs) I reckon that's probably right. <laughs>
0: um, I've been wearing their jeans for like 10 years. They're the jeans I wear on stage. I love their jeans. There's one pair of jeans in particular that I've had like about four different pairs of. And I came back to Australia thinking, I oh, will go and buy some of those jeans. And while I'm away, the company has gone out of business. It's had a big going out of business sale where I could have bought like a box load of those fucking oh, jeans. No. And now I spent like yesterday on the internet trying to like find them and it everywhere's fucking sold out of these jeans. I would have bought like a box. This room, if you come in here, it just would have been filled with those jeans jeans. Like Batman. I would have yeah, been like Batman. The newspapers all over the world tracking <laughs> the movement of Subi's stock. Yeah, so I was pretty disappointed about that. I'm going to have to find oh. new jeans. After 10 years. I just bought I've some jeans this.
1: today before I came around. 501s. Easy. They're just the best. I don't even know they are mm-hmm. the best. No, but 501s are good because it's that raw denim and they're right. comfy. Oh, is this... Hello. Oh,
0: this is us. This meeting time. time. What up? Hello. You look tired. All right, well, let's... Oh, you had a microsleep? This is like sleeve. a microsleep? <laughs> you had a microsleep? I had a microsleep. Like at the wheel? At the wheel. Oh, that's not good. You meant to have them while you're pulled over, not while you're on the wheel. All no. right, well, let's finish this podcast We'll, have this we'll go, and we'll go and move, some uh, shit. move some furniture. That's know. not a metaphor. <laughs> and uh, we will be back with another episode next week, next month, in two weeks. We haven't really worked out how we often we're out. putting them out. No. Nah.
1: It's I think we probably do a season. Audio Easter egg. I
0: think we probably should do like a season rather than try to stretch them yeah, out yeah, over life. Yeah, yeah, of like, course.
1: Oh, have, we just, made that, have we not made that clear? We that? haven't made it clear. Okay, well, now that you're five episodes in, this is right. not going to be a weekly Oh, uh, Yeah, it can't be a weekly thing because yeah, I'm yeah. going
0: overseas. We kind of have mentioned that, but we didn't mention because we don't know how many... <laughs> we're, we're so terrible at we, we don't know. You think... <laughs> you <laughs> you think doing them so
1: closely to each other, get... we'd actually be able to remember what we've talked I mean, about. But this is in the future. But yeah. you realise there's going to be so many emails and stuff asking, like we need to oh, yeah. make it really clear. Oh yeah, we. You know so what? What? by the time you hear by this, you know this no, we've apologised. No. Yeah, sorry, that's times. a good point. Let's not mention
0: that. Uh, you can find me Will mm. underscore Anderson on Twitter. Please, if you like the show, rate it on the iTunes page. Particularly if you're in the US, if you could rate it on the US iTunes page if you haven't done that yet, it'll help us get up those charts in the US. That'd be really cool. By this stage, uh, you will have seen the T-shirt. You may have and bought the t-shirt but if you haven't seen the t-shirt or bought the t-shirt go it's to soy awesome. merchandise it is absolutely awesome you can find Charlie on Twitter
1: yeah CX Clawson
0: <laughs> not KFC X Clawson no not yet well maybe by now who knows no, what We're is it yeah
1: that's right CX Clawson that's my foot
0: of Uh are you allowed to mention your television show yeah home, I'm, to I'm home and that.
1: Away you can tune in Home and Away 7 o'clock weekdays if you're in Australia Monday to Thursday Monday to oh yeah it's not on Friday yeah, is Monday it Friday's, no. do
0: they sometimes on Thursday do a double episode that's though? exactly what they do they still uh, do every Thursday every Thursday yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: well, okay. I think so, yeah.
0: Because I don't always see it, obviously, but because um, I'm away. But during the comedy festival, occasionally, I'd be like, you know,
1: pre-show or whatever, and I'd flick it on to see if I could find you. <laughs> last time... You, you... Oh, well, here's a tip, right? Yeah. And this is what I say to people, because uh, I'm not in every episode. If you see me in the opening recap, if you see me in the credits, then I'm going to be in that episode. Oh, okay. That's how you know. Um,
0: last time I saw you, you'd been beaten up and you were sitting at a bar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was literally when I turned But on. what about on the TV? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm
0: intrigued. I want to know what's going on here. Charlie's been beaten up and he's sitting in a bar drinking. And then you weren't in the episode for another 20 minutes. And yeah, I was like, ah, damn it. you. Now I'm sucked well. into this other story
1: <laughs> about the guys with their shirts off. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, yeah, right. We're going to sign off?
1: Yeah, there's a sign off. Okay. Well, no, we are going to sign off. Yeah, yeah we're going to sign off. All right. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Addison. <laughs>